men shouldn't be mad when Taylor Swift is brought up in the concept of football because it just helps your sport. You want your sport to remain popular when it's like the concussion factory and people are like not letting their kids play it anymore. This is how you do it. You get people like Taylor Swift to do free promo for you. So that's my thoughts. Welcome back to Hate Spinner Bait, the podcast where we hate spinner bait, but we love Halloween. I don't know, guys. I can't I didn't I didn't plan one and then I panicked. <laughs> but me and Bethany are gonna see each other this week yes. at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, so, so that works. It's yeah, it's spooky it's season. It's officially fall, y'all. We're doing Halloween Mm -hmm. festivities this week together. So we're excited. We love Halloween. We do. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Chaos Thursdays. We love it here. We're ready for some chaos. There was some chaos that just occurred. Breaking news before we started recording. I'm so upset. (laughs) I'm not. And here's why. I think it's a freaking great marketing strategy. I can't even say the word strategy. Um, Who says they're dating? Who says they're dating? No one says that they're necessarily dating. Um, this is what I think. These are my theories. Here's a couple. These We're talking about Taylor Swift and yeah. Travis Kelsey. Kelsey? Is in that how you anyone, pronounce it? Yes, that is how you say it. In case anyone is curious. Um, also, here's the thing. I don't have any feelings really one way or another about Travis Kelsey personally. Uh, I So him and his brother are both football players. And... They one Kelsey plays for the Eagles, one Kelsey plays for Kansas City. For anyone who is not uh, in the know about sports, i.e., my co host. So, <laughs> this is my breakdown for you now. Um, so it's Jason and Travis, those are the Kelsey's, and their families are adorable. And they played each other in the Super Bowl last year, and it was like very cute. Like, the mom had to wear like a jersey that was like of each one, and, and she was in the box, and the dad's like an everyman, and he's like, I don't want to be in the box, I want to just like sit and watch my sons play football, like I always have. And like, I don't know, I just think their family's very cute. And Jason is just like married to like this girl who's like very like Philadelphia and like I don't know. I, anyways, so overall, I think the family seems like legitimately nice people. The Kelsey brothers have a podcast. I haven't listened to it, but they're fun. Like the clips I've heard of it, they're funny. Like they seem like good guys, you know, whatever. Um, here's the thing. So I am about to come upstairs to record this podcast, okay? And all of yes. a sudden, on my husband is watching Red Zone. And all of a sudden, I hear them say, you'll never believe who's at the Kansas City game. And I immediately go, I think I can believe because who else would they be like excited about to be at a Kansas City game, you know, especially because it's Kansas City. They're the returning, you know, defending Super Bowl champs like they get celebrities going to their games all the time. So it's got to be a big name celebrity for an announcer to be like teasing. Hey, stick with this game to see who celebrity is there, you know. So I go upstairs. Okay. My father texts me, okay, my dad, hashtag <laughs> SwiftyTM, and he goes, did you see who's at the Kansas City game? 
And again, I'm immediately like, okay, I know who this is because they're teasing it on the TV. My dad is texting me. My dad obviously knows what I'm interested in. And so I go, no, I have not seen, but is it Taylor Swift? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, she's in the box next to, next to Travis Kelsey's mother. And I'm like, interesting. So I run downstairs. Okay. My husband still has red zone on. It goes, it clicks over and there she is in the box. The camera's on her. She's like, woo. She's in like Kansas city stuff sitting there by his mom. And she's all like, Ooh, yay, whatever. And so I'm like, here's the thing. We all know that Taylor Swift is a mastermind. Okay. She's admitted it. She came out with a mm-hmm. whole damn song. So this is my theory. She's on break from tour right now. And I think this is just a little mutual beneficial. Like, I think that they're kind of trolling us essentially. Like, I think that they probably are friends Mm -hmm. at this point because of the whole phone number thing, whatever. And she's like, hey, I need a little press right now because I'm on break for my like headlining, you know, crazy world tour. And this keeps me in the news. And again, the NFL, listen to this gentleman. And the NFL is constantly trying to get younger and new viewers in. You want to know a really good way to do that? Get Taylor Swift to show up at a game. Which, again, is why men shouldn't be mad when Taylor Swift is brought up in the concept of football. Because it just helps your sport. You want your sport to remain popular when it's like the concussion factory and people are like not letting their kids play it anymore this is how you do it you get people like taylor swift to do free promo for you so that's my concussion factory it's a straight up concussion factory i say as a massive football fan but also you think i'd ever let my child touch a football at my hypothetical child or any of my nieces and nephews would i ever want them playing it god no it's like no 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 there's no contact sport where you get more injured than in football so no um So we're not getting close to that concussion factory. So personally, I'm living for this. A, because again, just proves another reason why she is a genius. And two, because it pisses off my friend in the fantasy football league. He was already mad that she was on ESPN. Nowhere is safe now. She's on CBS coverage. She's on Red Zone coverage. I was cracking up about this. So (laughs) personally, (laughs) I'm thriving. My crops are watered. My skin is clear. I feel great. I feel great that the NFL world is just so hype on Taylor Swift because I know the deep down is pissing off this guy and he can't say anything about it. And an update from last week, I just want to say what a lovely community of women we have here. Everyone was so nice about my story. (laughs) And I appreciate all of you wanting to kick this guy's behind for me. And all of that. And we will. If this isn't just karma. Also, one of my other friends in my fantasy football league sent me this very detailed TikTok of this lady. And like, it's satirical. Like, she's being funny. But she gives this whole detailed thing about this whole Travis Kelsey dating rumors with Taylor Swift thing is really secretly her ploy to help the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Because she's like, as we all know, Taylor Swift is from... Pennsylvania and she has admitted that she is an Eagles fan and this is her plan and she goes in this whole detail about how she's like stringing Travis Kelsey along so that way when Kansas City and the Eagles meet up in the Super Bowl again and she's like and then everyone thinks someone else is doing the halftime show but she shows up surprise halftime show and she's like let me introduce 10 minute version mastermind and does this whole thing and it's honestly the funniest TikTok and I'm really happy that my friend sent it to me um because yeah it's just great but again you know who you are person who i will not name he does not know who he is because he doesn't listen to our podcast but everyone else knows who he is surprise, surprise. just know that right now he's probably dying inside 
that Taylor's like he can't escape Taylor Swift on his little precious football time. So, haha, sucker. <laughs> Who wins? Karma is my touchdown. Yes. yes. Karma is my fantasy football. <laughs> Ooh, sing it. Karma the remix, everybody. Karma the remix. Karma football edition. Karma football football's edition. version. Yeah, football's version. Karma versus football's version. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I clearly exactly. I'm in much better spirits this week than I was last week because I was like, this is just funny to me at this point. Like, this is funny. And I don't think I mean, I literally texted my friend Katie and she was like, this is a marketing ploy. Like, it's 100 percent a marketing ploy. And I was like, I know. I'm glad we all know. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. It absolutely has to be. I. I don't know anything about this, this man. Hmm. Um, famously, I don't know shit about football. <laughs> I did not even know who this man was. Like mm-hmm. when the rumors first started flying, my friend texted me and she was like, oh my God, Taylor Swift might be dating Travis Kelsey. I'm so jealous. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And then I Googled him and I was like, I'm not jealous. What yeah. the fuck? I'm anyway. not impressed personally. I mean, great no. to have on a fantasy football team. Uh, the tight end position is notoriously very lacking. So he is one of the like three top tight ends that you can pick in fantasy football. But in any other regard, I I don't think he's attractive. I don't like Kansas City. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Again, he seems like an overall decent guy from a decent family. No shade to you, Travis Kelsey, but you personally don't do anything for me. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. It's just like the more like obnoxiously heterosexual a man is, the like less I'm like vibing. You know what I mean? That's fair. Like – you know, you can be – me and Andrew talk about this all the time. Like, you can be flamboyantly heterosexual. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. And those people make me uncomfortable. hmm I agree. But he had this – there's just one picture that I can't move past that I saw of him. <laughs> and I'm basing my, like, entire opinion around this one photograph of this mm. one outfit I saw him wearing. He's getting off an airplane, okay? Mm. He has on white boots, okay. white pants, yeah, and then this like silk top that's like black, and then it has like these golden <laughs> pattern embellishments, like a nineteen eighties like Miami mob yes. style. Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Very I'm Miami just vice. like, I can't really get past like this whole like. Vibe. vibe yeah i'm i'm just not interested in this i i really hope this is a marketing ploy yeah fingers crossed i hope so i think so i could be very wrong but i'm leaning toward that i'm just getting very like pr stunt harry styles vibes off of this yeah and yeah hey listen genius genius people she's genius. as we've said she's a genius and she knows what she's doing she's a mastermind so that's the vibes yeah. I'm getting off. That's what I'm picking uh, up from this, but I could be very wrong. Yeah. I'm sure I'm being like overly critical. I'm, I tend to be overly critical of men. Um, I, Which is fair. It's what I they deserve. Don't, yeah. It's like guilty until proven innocent with me. <laughs> but again, <laughs> and, it's kind of what they deserve. So mm-hmm. I just have had enough experience that I'm like, I'm going to let you prove yourself before I let you into my my life and my circle. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. That's how I feel. I'm also like aggressively checking 
Brittany Mahomes, which I know everyone hates her, but whatever. Um, I'm aggressively chasing. I don't follow her in case anyone's wondering. Don't at me. I don't follow her on Instagram, but obviously she's a public figure, so I can follow her Instagram. And so I've been aggressively checking her Instagram stories since this news came out because she loves social media. This woman is always posting on social media, which again, no shame. You do you, girl. Um, And I'm like, I know she's in a box and I think it's a different box, but if you bet your ass Brittany Mahomes is trying to meet Taylor Swift. So I just wanted to see if she posted a picture of her. I don't know who that is. It's Patrick Mahomes' wife, which everyone hates for reasons I can't quite understand, to be honest. Um, it, it bothers me why everyone hates her. So, And again, I'm not saying she's a likable person. I'm not. Like, I don't – I'm not no. a fan of hers. I don't know how you can be a fan of someone who, like, is just a person. But I don't know. I'm not a fan of hers by any means. But the, the vitriol and the aggressive hatred she gets, I don't understand either. So then it makes me, like, almost want to defend her for some reason. But for my gathering, people kind of hate her because, A, she's a woman. That's the main reason. Well, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Um, But she's married Patrick Mahomes, who, of course, Patrick Mahomes is – I say, of course. This is not, of course, to you. But Patrick Mahomes is, like, the the (laughs) star, the the sports star of the moment, okay? Like, he is, like, the big quarterback of the moment, um, making a name for himself, for sure, in sports, which is great. He seems like – an overall likable guy. I watched the show quarterback on Netflix and he was featured in it and his voice grates on my nerves a lot. And I know that that's like pot meat kettle. Cause I'm sure my voice is not everyone's cup of tea. It's not my own cup of tea. Okay. People, I get it, but he <laughs> kind of sounds like Kermit the frog and it's just, it's so hard to get past. It's so hard to get past, Ouch. but I watched the show quarterback and I actually think he's overall like a decent likable guy. And which is annoying because he's so damn talented. Like, like people like Tom Brady, it was easy to hate because you're like, he mm-hmm. kind of seems like yeah. a douche nozzle. But Patrick Mahomes is like the yeah. current Tom Brady of the NFL. And he actually seems like a very mm-hmm. likable guy. So it's annoying. But anyways, um, so his wife, everyone hates because basically she posts on social media a lot. And she is cares? kind of considered to be, quote unquote, too much, I guess. Like, OK, you know, she's like she's obnoxious at games. But it's like as a fan, especially if your own husband is playing. Yeah, I am obnoxious. at football. Like the other day when I was defending yeah. her, I was like, I'm obnoxious. at football. Like that is what you that is what fans are. That is what being a fan right. is, is being obnoxious. And right. the thing that everyone commends her husband for, which he's a passion player, right? Like he's just – he's into it or whatever is the exact same thing that people shit on her about. And it drives me insane. Like she just clearly mm-hmm. is very like into the games or whatever. And people are like, oh, it's all for show. She just <clears throat> says that she, she can like for clout so she can post. And like his Always. brother – is like a little dickwad and she does hang out with him and like that is a knock against her don't get me wrong but it's like she's 28 years old like she's been in the limelight since she was like 23 24 as we all know that's a hard age and she's proud of her husband and she likes sport like she uh, herself is an athlete like she played soccer like at the collegiate level like she is an athlete and I was like, she's a passion player too. You know what I mean? Like she's just an athletic person who gets into it. And that's the same thing that people always commend Patrick Mahomes for. They'll shit on her for. And it just pisses me right. off. And again, I'm not saying you have to like her. And I understand that she's like, quote unquote, extra or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just think she's and, – and they're high school sweethearts. It's not like you can say that they were – she's a gold digger or anything, even though I don't believe in that as a concept. But like – no. They they have literally been dating since he was a nobody. Like you can't like I don't yeah. know what you like can say about this woman except for the fact that she clearly is kind of using her like 
secondhand fame to promote things on Instagram, which whatever. We appreciate a hustle. Get it, girl. And that she hangs out with his little brother, who his little brother is. Ugh. And again, I like I said, I agree. That's a knock against her. But yeah, it's like everyone that watched the court. I was talking to a friend of ours at tailgate about this because she said you know everyone was like oh just be prepared to hate Brittany Mahomes after you watch quarterback and she's like I watched it and I was like why should I hate her like why do we hate why why is everyone hating her and I was like yes I know like people get angry when you mention her name and I like I've googled it to try to figure out like did she murder a kitten did she leave her baby (laughs) abandoned on the side of the road like I don't know like she seems like a caring mom I'm sure they have nannies but like what rich people don't like but you know what I mean? Like, she seems to love her children. She's always showing them off, which, like, is kind of a privacy issue. But and whatever. We won't get into that semantics. Um, I wasn't prepared right. to make a whole defense of Brittany Mahomes on this podcast today. It just kind of happened. But it just pisses me off that, like, people get mad at her for, like, posting that she's excited at a football game. It's what we all effing do. Just not all of us. I don't have 1.4 million followers when I do it. But I do the same damn thing. <laughs> like, you know. I don't. As somebody who has always posted a lot on social media, I have always been a very avid social media poster. Mm. And I hate when people are like, I hate women who post a lot on social media. Like, why? Why? Like, why does that bother you? Don't follow (laughs) her then. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, (laughs) I don't have, like, it is so easy not to pay attention to her. And again, 90% of the time, that's how I spend my, I'm not a Kansas City fan. And, you know, whatever. But I I do think, like, her kid is really cute and she, like, dresses her in really cute outfits. So sometimes I'm just like, oh, like, let me pop on her Instagram to see what she's dressing her cute kid in. And then today, like I said, I was kind of like, I'm going to stalk her Instagram to see if there's any Taylor Swift sightings. (laughs) So far, there has not been any. Uh, Sad to report. But we'll see. The day is young. But, yeah. It gets me really heated because I just, like – I don't because like literally I just kept hearing that like everyone hated her and I was like man she must have like really done something wrong and so I I'm not kidding one night I just like googled it to be like why do people hate Britney Mahomes and I like <laughs> I couldn't find any like super valid reasons like there's one game again she always sits in a box which like of course she does her husband is like right. the biggest name in sports right now um and she like sprayed champagne in celebration because they won the AFC championship and people were like pissed off about that but I watched the video for doing it and like she it wasn't unsuspecting people like it was fans celebrating and they were into it so I was like I don't understand why people like that's what people do like you always see locker room footage of athletes going and being like woo victory and spraying champagne like it's just she did it as the wife and people were mad at her for that I I don't know (laughs) like I feel like I feel like the wife slash girlfriend of famous, especially football players, are like always deemed horrible in the media. Like they remember when they blamed Jessica Simpson for like some guy losing games over and over again. It's like, what does that have to yeah. do with just, with Jessica Simpson? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's him just not playing very well that day. Yeah. Like I don't. What are you fucking You're like, talking yeah, about? Exactly. But no, totally. It's like you can't win. Like. Giselle used to always get shit on because she didn't have Mm. enough expression watching Tom Brady. They're like, oh, she's miserable. She's not happy, Mm. whatever. But then if you show too much emotion, you're being too much. It's all for show. Like, oh, my God, stop. Like, yeah, it's just another one of those scenarios where, yeah, as a woman, you just can't win either way. Yeah, you can't do anything right. Oh, God. Lame. So... 
angry. <laughs> so Speaking angry. Of things um, to be angry about. Yes. Shall we yes. dive into our main topic of today? <laughs> yes. So like obviously our main topic is Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's divorce has gotten um farther along, I I would say. <laughs> so this week we saw that Sophie has um sued Joe under some law that has the word abduction in it. So it's like some form of child abduction. It's not, he didn't like kidnap her kids. It's not like dramatic like that. Right. She just is suing him so that she can bring her kids to the UK because he won't let her bring her kids to the UK. So that happened. And I don't even know. Like Joe is working. Like his PR people are working. They're like trying to make her look like some sort of demon for mm. this. Like she's trying they're trying to say that she's like <clears throat> lying and this is not a truthful um not a truthful lawsuit in general and blah blah blah. I think we are not gonna know ever like and somebody in our discord too said oh I think we said this in last week honestly but like there is no right person or wrong person in a marriage like nobody's I think I actually ended up cutting out our really long rant about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard but like (laughs) nobody was in (laughs) nobody was innocent there even though yeah I went kind of hard for Amber and um, like, and I feel like there's probably been mistakes on both sides here. I'm not sure. Who knows? Who fucking knows? Right. But yeah, but neither of looks... us are in the marriage. Neither of us know what's said behind closed right. doors. So clearly, in any kind of scenario like this, yeah, there's no this person's the good guy and this person's the bad guy. Right. Situation. Right. But I just, I think it's sad. Like, it's really yeah. sad. She says in her documents that like they had decided they were going to raise their kids in the UK because I don't know why they didn't say why but I would raise my kids in the UK over the US I'm pretty sure um I that's where she's from like her family is super close they always said like when they first started dating that it was her relationship with her family that inspired Joe to reach back out to his brothers who he had become essentially estranged from Mm -hmm. and and it totally makes sense that they w- she would want to be in the UK. And apparently they agreed on that. But their divorce, oh, she also says, their divorce happened after one argument. This, I'm dying to, and again, this is none of my business and we will never know, nor should we, because it's none of our goddamn business. But that yeah. whole part of it was like mind-blowing to me. Like it's like things escalated quickly after an argument on this such and such date of like August whatever August 14th August or 14th because again like if you look at their Instagram which as we all know social media can be deceiving everything yes. was fine they're like she's at her their concert like everything looks fine and then two weeks later it's like we're getting divorced Divorce. and it kind of yeah. seems like it came out of left field for her too and again this is just her side of the story I'm right. sure that you know the truth lies somewhere in the middle but reading that, I was like, oh, what now? Like, it sounds like she, like, basically found out about it the same time the rest of the world did, which is yeah. wild. I think she says that in the 
court documents or she I feel like that was actually said by her at some places she's like I found out that we were getting divorced with everyone else when yeah. everyone else found out and I'm like oh my god that's so fucked up like if if true yeah if true very fucked up very fucked up I, like what transpired in this argument and so like what was this one argument about because yeah. like what kind of argument can be so bad that you go from like planning on buying a home in the UK together to like fully divorced yeah. and suing over like child custody like what was that fight about what could possibly have occurred yeah and again, it had to have been crazy. The people who lose in this situation are the children. Oh, yeah. Are the children, yeah. God, divorces are just so – because like we said, like there's no good messy. guy and there's no bad guy. And it's yeah. just so messy. And again, like these children are going to read this shit one day, you know, like all this stuff. Like I remember, mm-hmm. you know, which we've obviously – we've talked about the whole Olivia Wilde, Jason Sudeikis thing before – on this podcast but I was like all of this stuff and the custody papers and whatever and again like that's not his fault that's not her fault that's their lawyers and their PR teams and whatever like all these people deciding to do their their dirty work but the the people that are getting hurt in this is the children because one day they're like gonna be aware of the fact that that happens and like with this stuff like Joe withholding the passports and all of that if this is true like she is alleging that like all you're doing is screwing up your kids like I just can't oh like it just frustrates me so much like I don't you know and and speaking from sort of personal experience my sister-in-law has been going through a super messy divorce for quite some time now and I know how much it affects the children and I just it like it just breaks my heart yeah yeah and it's crazy because she's been such a private person mm-hmm. for so long that I find it really interesting that she, her and her team like allowed this information to get out. Right. Like, I wonder if it's not almost like a little bit of a retaliation because Joe like tried to smear the shit out of her, you know, mm-hmm. right away. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the real, the real losers here are their children. And one of them's like, 14 months old or something like like that super tiny like neither of them are old but one of them is Mm -mm. like very little yeah just wild to me absolutely wild i can't imagine co-parenting with somebody who lives in a different country yeah that's everything about this sounds like kind of a complete and utter mess but yeah things just like went from like i was talking to my mom the other night because she was like she's keeping her finger on the pulse and she's like, that one from like, we're handling this amicably joint statements to like suing over custody Mess. of children real quick. And I was like, yeah, things got mm-hmm. real messy real quick. And yeah, Lordy. Yeah, it's like, but, you know, I will say that the night before the news of the, um, the lawsuit came out. Sophie Turner was seen arm in arm mm. with Taylor Swift. Mm, arm yes. in arm. Yes. And love there's that. like this really intrusive photograph, honestly, of somebody like had taken a picture of Taylor listening to Sophie talk like in the um, restaurant. And it like the look on her face is just like, mm, kill him. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
And so I'm just, I'm fascinated by that. I just, we love to see women coming together for each other. I really think with all of the shit that Taylor has been through and the fact that, yeah, as as she has said herself, like she's still here, you know? Um, Right. That and, and all the people that have tried to drag her name and her reputation through the mud, that she has kind of turned into this like patron saint of helping other people through things. And I love when, for, for instance, in this case, I mean, just the poetic like irony of it being like Jonas is what like is fantastic. But like, I love her, yeah, getting together with a, a you know, we love sisters sticking together, and it was just so perfect. But yeah, I mean, if anyone watched the Ed Sheeran docu-series, which obviously I did, um, he talks about the fact that, like, sometimes he'll just, like, he's, like, obviously they're both very busy people, but, you know, they've been friends for years now, and he's, like, I'll just call her and we'll talk for hours, and she'll just, like, call me, because I just feel like, like, she has been through it all. Like, any public, mm-hmm. you know, kind of outcry, any kind of publicity storm, whatever, like, this poor woman has been through it all, and yeah. I just feel like a lot of people in the public eye you know, kind of respect her and and how she's been able to navigate a lot of things. And I I love that she can take bad things that has happened to her and turn that into a good thing and helping other people potentially. Yeah. Yes, we love our queen. I hope she's not dating that man. <laughs> I had another thing to talk about that was Taylor Swift related. Um, do you have anything else to say about Sophie and Joe? No, just I'm worried about the kids. I'm again, like I said, there's no right or wrong or good or bad guy. Obviously, are we siding a little bit with Sophie right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I have, and again, like, I don't know them personally. Like, this is just the public persona that they're choosing to put out there. And I'm, yeah, in a weird parasocial relationship with them. Like, everyone in the world is famous people. This is what I'm gathering. But again, right. I would never go up to these people. I'm not going to a Jonas Brothers no. concert and being like, boo, Joe, boo, Joe, shame, shame, shame. Like, I don't know these right. people. I'm not going to, like, that's not my place. Um, these are just the conversations that I like to have amongst friends and family yeah. and with all of you people who I consider friends. Yeah. Like, these are just my thoughts. But obviously, yeah. we are not legal experts. I'm not a – right family lawyer (laughs) no right what i think matters (laughs) we don't know we don't know what's going on but like you know it does seem to us that sophie might be the one getting the short end of the stick in this situation and i don't know it's just it's hard oh yeah so yeah joe said she's being misleading People are saying that it's so that she can move the divorce proceedings to the UK instead of the US. I'm not sure what the benefit of that would be. Right. I don't either. For her. Um, but okay. Yeah. So in other Taylor Swift news, another Taylor Swift news. So there has been a lot of speculation about the 1989 album. Mm. Is it going to be a double album? Is one going to be all features? Is one going to be all features and in a different genre? Mm. Or is she double releasing with, with reputation? Ooh. There are bats. These are all possibilities. Certainly definitely I, all possibilities. 
I have so many mixed feelings. So she's been wearing a lot of snake memorabilia lately, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is very reputation. However, my friend Brittany told me the other day that 1989 is the year of the snake. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. So I was like, interesting. She might be using that. Right, right. And I don't know. I don't I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think. I don't know what I would think about two of the same album. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, do, do I really want two of the same song? Just one with like a feature? Like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. We'll have to see. I feel like if she did 1989 and Reputation at the same time, like, business-wise, that wouldn't be the smartest decision because she right. could make some more money off of releasing them separately, mm-hmm. especially with how hype I know people are for both of these albums. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good theory. And I, again, I could be very wrong. And maybe she is like, boom, let's hit him with both of them at the same time. But I that one I just don't see being as likely just from a like business yeah. financial standpoint. Yeah, I agree. I think she might announce reputation in November because I think that most of her like like um marketing for the album that she's dropping is before and then after, you know, like she moved from Speak Now like pretty much right to Right, right, yeah. So it's like you know, it's possible. I don't it is know. possible. I am I still know. just I've said it before and I'll say it again fascinated by what debut is going to yes. be and what she does with it and how she does it. And again, it's the one album where I want her to just like do something different. Like I want her to like not try to be like, I'm going to try to get it to sound exactly like debut sounded. Like I want her to come at me with like an all acoustic version of this song or this song completely different done because like mm-hmm. she's so far removed from debut that I'm dying to know what debut sounds like now that she's a 33-year-old woman. Like, I want to know what she mm-hmm. could do with it. So, yeah, yeah, that would be interesting to me. I know. That's going to be really interesting. I'm going to sob my way through that entire album, I can already <laughs> tell you. And I'd lie better be on the album, okay? For the love of God, give the people what they want. Give and the what, we what want they want is I, we have been waiting like forever yes. for that to be an officially released song. Yes. Give us what we want. Jesus, Give H. Roosevelt, Christ. Please and thank you. <laughs> Very important to me, clearly. Oh my God. Yeah, so that that's that. Let sound off in the comments. Do you think it's a double release with with uh, reputation? Do you think it's two of the same album with different with changes? Let us know. Her clothes are pointing, you know, either way. It's it's hard to say. Lots of really conflicting Easter eggs. The, like, mm-hmm. S in Taylor's version of 1989 is a snake, very clearly. Yep. Um, but it's, like, again, 1989 is the year of the snake. So maybe so, it's just for that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know. What does it mean? She is just – she she's a little Riddler. She's the she Riddler. She really is. She is the Riddler. Spinning her little mysteries and her little questions with her little Easter eggs. And we want to know. We want to know. Also dying dying to to know know. how many times CBS has cut to her at this game. (laughs) Oh, my God. I really hope that guy that you got in that fight with is. Oh, my God. This is definitely PR. Look at this fucking picture. 
Yeah. Yeah. She's planning this stuff. Oh, she is. Like that look at that. She look knows at that what face. she's doing. She's, she knows what she's doing, people. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. And obviously, <laughs> I'm going to put all these pictures that we're referencing on the gram. My, and I really will do it this time. I, for, I yeah, know I always say I'll post the pictures and I never do, but I really will this time. I promise. I promise. She's, pinky swears. Okay, everyone? She's going to do it. Um, this is my husband's biggest takeaway from all of this. So my husband likes Travis Kelsey mostly because last year when the Chiefs beat the Bengals and the Bengals were like talking mad smack before they played the Chiefs because like the Bengals had been Patrick Mahomes' kryptonite for some reason. And so like the freaking mayor of Cincinnati got – it was a whole effing thing, like the amount of smack they were talking before. So they were all like really happy when they won. And, of course, winning that game is what led them to be able to go to the Super Bowl, yada, 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 right? Anywho, my husband, who is an old school wrestling fan, <laughs> loves the word jabroni and like will call people a jabroni like unironically. Like he – if someone is like pissing him off or just being a douche nozzle, he'll be like, that jabroni – so Travis Kelsey in that game after they like beat the Bengals was like he like steals the mic at like the the you know like trophy celebration whatever and he's just like and you jabronis in Cincinnati and yada 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 and my husband lost it because he loved the fact that he called people jabroni so my husband's biggest takeaway is he's like I'm willing it into the world that Taylor uses the word jabroni in a song now. <laughs> <laughs> And if she does, that might officially make my husband a Taylor Swift fan. So, oh my god, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. I also want to say another thing. Another thing we can discuss today that is not pop culture related. So maybe people will be like into it. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I keep having a little on again and off again relationship with Bumble BFF. Because when I was in Albany, I was like, okay, I need local friends. I set it up. And then I got shy. And I was like, I'm moving anyway. So like, whatever. Now I'm in South Carolina. I'm going to be here for probably a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Probably a few Mm -hmm. years. Um, And we, I need friends. I need local friends. So I'm back on Bumble BFF today. Mm -hmm. And... I'm like, is this going to work? Does anyone have any experience with Bumble BFF? Is anybody in the Charleston area? Do you want to be my friend? Yeah, could, you could be my clan's friend. I, yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend from personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> she has a good time. I enjoy it. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were on Bumble BFF and you could just like have your other friends review you? Like it's like that would be excellent. It'd be like, hi, this is why I recommend this person as a friend. I think you should put that in your bio. <laughs> Yes, I'll be like t- highly recommended by all of my friends yeah, to be your friend. They have nice things to so, say about me, I swear. <laughs> what's difficult about friend shopping, I guess you could call it, yeah. friend, dating, friend dating in mm-hmm. the Bible Belt. Mm. Is so that many things. <laughs> so like I keep, you know, I really, it, uh, it's hard. I want to find like queer, like-minded friends. Yeah, here. yeah. And there are so many people that are like, God first, if you like to go to church, I'm your girl. Mm -hmm. We can go to church together. And I'm like, oh my God, am I ever going to find any friends here? Yeah. It's, it can be difficult in these parts to find 
to find yeah. like-minded people. They're out there. I'm certain of it, but I'm certain, you know, are they people that are using Pumble BFF? Exactly. Like, you know, like when you are looking right. and whatever, like that's the the tricky part. So yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's tough out there. It is tough out there. I agree. <sighs> On a related, but like unrelated note, um, as many of you have known, or well, maybe not known, but if you have been listening to the pod for a while, when I first started my new job, I was really kind of going through it because I was like, I don't know. I don't know who likes me and who hates me and da 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 and whatever. And like how everyone is when you first like started a new place and you just like don't know where you fit in. Then I'm mm-hmm. no longer like the newest person and things have been going like better. I'm like, getting more comfortable in my skin there, you know, whatever. Again, there are still some conversations that are had that I'm like, getting out of this conversation but anywho there's been some young people that have started since I worked there and it's one of my favorite things is when people like tell me that something made me think of them or wait when someone (laughs) says (laughs) I don't know my brain's flush when someone says hey I saw this thing that made me think of you or whatever like that's what I like I just think it's like the most like the nicest compliment you can receive that like people are just like thinking of you and they like you know whatever like I just think that's so nice so anywho that's happened a lot lately because I'm kind of like the office weirdo because I don't know. Yeah, again, I like, relatable. like pop culture and whatever. And that's yes. strange to these people, which is wild to me, but whatever. So, you know, I've got lounge fly backpacks and I like theme parks and I'm got my finger on the pulse of pop culture and, you know, whatever. So now when people like go out and about in the wild and they see lounge flies, they think of me. And I think that's very funny because like, in Orlando, they're everywhere. Like, they're like, everywhere. Like, that, yeah. would, that would not be a unique thing to me. But here, it's a unique thing to me. And so that's just very cute and funny to me. Um. Anyways, this person at the office started a little while ago. And she is originally from California. So she's a Disneyland girl. So she's got some lounge fly. She's kind of a little bit more into pop culture. It's very sweet, very quiet. She's just like the nicest girl. So anywho, um. We were talking one day at lunch because she knows I had some Star Wars stuff. So she was like, oh, you into Star Wars? And I was like, sweetie, let me tell you. Um, so I had to, you know, show her the wedding pics and and all that jazz. And I told her this whole thing. And so I told her how much I love Ahsoka. And she's like, oh, I'm not really familiar with the animated stuff. I, I like, you know, more the movies and stuff. But um, I've heard of that character's name. You know, like, that's really cool how much you love her. Like, she clearly means a lot to you, blah, blah. So anywho, a couple of weeks back, she saw these earrings online. And there were Ahsoka earrings and she immediately thought of me. She came into work the next day and told me the same, you know, told me as much. She was like, oh, I saw these earrings with that character you really like. And I, I immediately thought of you and they're so cute. And, you know, I, I know I, I don't think you you have them because they're new and I've, I've never seen them before. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, like, that's so sweet that you thought of me. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I love Ahsoka stuff. Like, I eat it up. And with her show being out now, like, I've you know, all these companies are coming out with new merch and it's very difficult for my wallet you know ha 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 (laughs) so anyways I'm at work the other day and she's like oh hey I want to I want to show you something before we leave today and I'm like okay yeah cool which the other day she said this to me and she wanted to show me her hocus pocus lounge fly which like helps to the yeah I was into obviously so I thought like maybe she had a cool bag or like something else she's been wearing like these really cute Disney like Halloween earrings so I thought like maybe she had some new I don't know something to show me so we go into the break room as we're walking out and she bought me the Ahsoka earrings, like just no. gifted them to me. And I was like, oh my God, that's the nicest thing. And oh. I was like, stop it. Like, what do I owe you? Like, I can't believe you bought these for me. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, I just, I saw them and they said they were going fast. And I thought that they would sell out before you got around to them. So I just bought them for you. <laughs> I was like, that is so oh. nice. 
That's so, so nice. I'm like, oh my god, I want to wear these every day now because a, I love Ahsoka, but b, like, it was just such such a nice, thoughtful thing, and that just like made me feel really, I don't know, yeah, just really good, I guess, that like someone Aww. saw something and it was just like, here, random act of kindness. Here's some earrings because I I saw them and I thought of you and I knew you'd like them. I love that. I oh my like god, this. I have been like, so I've had a really hard time. Uh, maintaining friendships I guess or like making friends uh, because of my trauma and so now that I'm doing better in life and I'm recognizing that I've like been kind of reaching out to people that Mm. I have not that I was like too scared to talk to so one of them is my friend Brittany Mm. and I literally was like when I first met her she is like so tall and she's like (laughs) so stunning that I was like I literally can't talk to this person because she is way too cool and way too beautiful to ever want to be my friend right and so then I ended up telling her this because (laughs) like (laughs) whatever full transparency these were my thoughts (laughs) yeah and she was like that's so funny because me and a couple of the other girls we worked with like call you the one that got away and like wanted to be your friend this whole time and I'm like are you fucking like, kidding oh my me? god like, stop <laughs> I'm like I could have had friends this whole time it was like a real moment of reflection but she texted me the other day and she was like I'm really grateful for this like friendship we've created and I was like oh my you're god. like oh my god stop I'm gonna I'm cry sobbing. I'm sobbing I was just like wow I really I have feel- so much uh deep-rooted problems <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, you know, reaching out and texting someone, just saying something like that, buying a random yeah. person, earring, like, I just, like, we all need to do that for each other more. Yes. Because, yeah. Yes. Like, we all, like, I am, like, thankful for my friends all the time, but you just, like, feel weird. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know if it's their birthday or, like, oh, this is the time I can shout them out. Or, like, I don't know if you've, like, mm-hmm. been through something, like, really big. You can, like, whatever. But just, like, random acts of kindness, like, randomly being, like, hey, yes. you're a person in my life and you're awesome. Like, we all really need to do that for each other more because – yeah just I don't know like we said last week and all the time probably on this podcast like people are going through things all the time (laughs) yeah just be nice to each other and let people know that they're awesome because it really does mean a lot to them so yeah that's yes yeah I'm always like well I'm not always like ever since like well ever since my ever since my dead ex-boyfriend became dead I um have been like, oh my God, I don't want somebody else I knew to die without me like making sure that they knew how important they were to me or whatever. Right. Um, And so now I'm just like, I'm just going to be very honest with like anybody I want in my life. Like I'm just going to yeah. be like, hey, or like anyone that's already in my life. I'm just going to be like, I'm going to be really fucking honest. And when I went home, to Boston a few weeks, a few weeks, a few months ago, I just like loaded compliments on my brother for like literally 20 minutes. How's shit? Yeah. But because it's just like, that's what we we need yeah, more of that it's kind nice. of stuff. Like, yeah, it's Let's crazy to think that people think it would be better for us to be like singular. Mm-hmm. You know, like our, our society in general is like so individualistic, like me first, me only. And like, a lot of like empowerment things are like me first, me yes. only kind of things. Which is 
bizarre a little bit to it's, me. <laughs> yeah, it's, be- it's bizarre because like we can't, like as a human species, like we need community and we need love and support and mm-hmm. like not like withholding that from people is just going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. But like letting it out and telling people like exactly how you feel about them in a nice way, not like when you're like, fuck you, but like right. a nice when you love them. Um, <laughs> like you don't know how much that that could like improve somebody's like week or like outlook, like, you know, in general, it's like just being nicer to people. I don't understand why we have this like desire to be so selfish and like hoard money and like hoard resources when we could be spreading all of that out like I just don't get it make the friendship bracelets everyone make (laughs) the friendship bracelets take the moment and taste it okay you're on your own kid but you don't have to be there's a whole community that you could be supporting and they could be supporting you in return and it's beautiful okay like don't it's beautiful be ashamed or afraid because before you know as we said toxic friendships and friendship breakups don't get enough like platonic love isn't talked about enough and how difficult Mm -hmm. it is to get over that and yeah like there's some real trauma and some real things that you're like oh I'm afraid to put my like people always talk about being afraid to put themselves out there romantically again but that is so true for friendships and just like yeah just in general community building and I think that yeah just because you've been burned in the past doesn't mean that it's going to end that way and you should, you know, go. Mm-hmm. who knew that this episode was going to turn into go make some Something friends so, episode, yeah. but here we are. Tell your friends you love them. Yeah. yeah it's like, them. it's crazy. I'm like, I don't have like, I can't be, I've never had an issue dating. Like I've always been like down to be super serious about dating like all right. the time. I have had like casual things that had no feelings, but you know, that's that's when you're 20 and things like that happen. So true. But um, I've always been like down to monogamy. And, but I've always, always, always since like high school have struggled with like rejection from friends. Like I'm like, I just don't even want another friend to like tell me that I'm annoying or that they don't right. like me. So I've just been like, I keep everybody at arm's length or like I end friendships before they can, you know? Right. right. And, uh, like, I just got to not do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to, like, I got to move through my friendship heartbreak and, and my like, friendship, like, sadness. Put your little friendship heart back out there on the market. Yes. Exactly. And and it's yes. so hard as an adult to make friends. It like, is. It just really mm-hmm. is. And I'm glad that there yeah. are things like Bubble BFF and whatever, like, out there. Again, if there's dating apps, why can't there be friendship apps? But, like, right. even still – it is. You just like don't realize how much a friendship is convenient when you're younger. Like just how mm-hmm. convenient it is because you're going to school, you're or you're you know, all the different things that right. you're doing that puts you in in social settings where you can make friends. And then when you're older, you're like, Oh, I live in this place now and I have to like go out of my way to go make a friend. And right. that's hard. <laughs> that's and scary. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. Like I did meet somebody at one point on Bumble BFF that was like text me and we'll hang out and I just got like way too scared and I just like never texted them because I was like I was like I can't like I can't be rejected again but it's like that's so silly what what if you just go out and you just have a good time and then you like who cares like what I don't know it's so crazy 
It is. So crazy. But yeah, we're we're here. If you've been if this is the push you need to go out there and make your friendship heart open. I hope I hope that this I is hope a, that you do it. That you do it. Yes. I hope this is if you know, if this chaos Thursday has taught you anything. We really are going to like have some Thursdays where we like kind of have a topic. These first few weeks has just been like, yeah, these are things going on in pop culture and we want to and then we also just go off on random side tangents, but you probably should have expected that because it's us and that's what yeah. we do. Yeah. But I mean, it's chaos into, Thursdays. It's chaos. Like, this is the point of these episodes is to yeah. let our little chaos brains do these things. And again, it's not like this exactly. is a bad message. This is a hopeful, good message. So. Yes. I'm yes, taking exactly. it. I'm taking it. And I'm running with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my God. I still have a. Oh, go ahead. No, you first. You first. <laughs> All I was going to say is that I'm still uncomfortable expressing my feelings, but. Oh, I mean, yeah. Here, Michael Ann, let's practice. Michael Ann, I'm glad that you're my friend. No. And I love you. <laughs> Immediately, See, I was I'm like, I'm from the South, so I can do it. But Michael Ann's like cold, dead Northeast heart is like, no, I can't do it. I can't. It's scary. I can do it easily if I'm typing to you. But if I'm I think that looking is at you. No, I agree. I agree that that is easier. Like messaging yeah. someone something heartfelt is way easier than. Saying it out loud. Saying it out loud. No, I yeah. agree with that. I agree. We're going to practice this. Every week, I'm going to end Chaos Thursdays just being like, <laughs> I appreciate you, and I respect you, and I love you, and one of these days, you're going to say it back. <laughs> I know. I said this whole we're thing. We're going to end like, every week. People. Yeah, and then you're like, no, I can't. Yeah, no. We're going to practice know. it, and also, by the end, by the end of the end, like, I act like these Thursdays are going to end, but you know what I mean. Um, and we're going to practice that. And we're also we're gonna teach Michael Ann what conference UCF is in. Oh wait, no, no, wait. Did you look it Pause, up? pause on that because I have things to say. And I'm excited. So I heard hmm. on the webs on the on the internet. gossip mill the very the the face the football gossip mills that hmm. I am in all of my friends <laughs> that UCF joined the Big Twelve which mm-hmm. is a power five conference. Oh my God. Look at all this and knowledge. <laughs> that means it says that UCF is the youngest power five school in the country by about 30 years. So yes, they did. Good job, just, UCF. They did just recently um, join a power five conference. That is correct. This is their first season in it. And yeah, it's a, uh, also cool. currently there are not 12, schools in the big 12 which is confusing but two of them are leaving next year so then it'll even out but yeah interesting yeah and the more you know oh my god look at her she already learned i thought this was gonna take weeks for you to learn i googled it i googled it and i read that and i said okay that's good on the interwebs and she's like hold on i have news i have things um one more thing and then we'll wrap up because I don't know, we're just meandering at this point. But this was something I listened to today and I thought I need to share this with people. Uh, also, we said we do book recommendations. We said we would, you know, we'd like to be recommended things that we want to do. Oh, I have book recommendations. We should watch Love at First Sight and like review <gasps> that because I think that would be up our alley. And Sarah has been talking about it on the Insta. So it's like it goes with our vibes, obviously. Ooh. Um, so we're going to watch that. I'm I'm calling it right now. We're going to do that at some point. This next Chaos Thursday will probably, to be honest, be us talking about The Golden Bachelor and our mm-hmm. reunion meetup at Horror Night. So just prepare to yes. hear us talk about our trip pretty much. I hope you all enjoy yeah. that. Um, but no, it's going to be great. It's going to be great content. But 
So that's probably what it says. So don't expect love at first sight next week, but coming up sometime this fall, I'm sure we'll watch and discuss. Sometime this fall. But also, this is my time to do podcast recommendations. Um, if you're listening to this, you probably already listened to other podcasts, and this is pointless. But just for funsies, I thought I would do some podcast recommendations as well. Um, if I have not recommended The Redemption of Jar Jar Binks on this podcast, I would like to take this moment to recommend that. It is a mini series, so it's six episodes. It literally will take you like two and a half hours to get through. It's so good. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It'll mostly make you cry. It'll make you respect George Lucas in a way that you never thought you would, which is saying something because I have respect for the man because he created Star Wars, but also like to use Mike's term, he can be a bit of a jabroni sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So this really made me respect him. And yeah, it'll just like make you hate the way how toxic fandoms can be, but then also how good fandoms can be. And Ahmed Best just deserves all the best as his has last name kind of the states but anywho he's a great guy and i'm glad that he's finally getting the love and recognition that he has deserved for the past 20 years for the work that he did in the star wars universe but anyways i highly recommend that the other thing i recommend i'm sure everybody listens to this american life because if you are a white liberal like myself um (laughs) you've listened to this american life at some point in your life but i'm just kidding other liberals listen to it too it's not just white people but i feel like it's probably mostly white people but anywho um this american life obviously is a great show i'm not recommending that because i'm sure you've all heard of it but if you're someone like me who used to listen to it pretty regularly and then kind of fell off because you found other like podcasts that just kind of you know grabs your attention more um, but occasionally we'll check back to see if any in- episodes look really good. I highly recommend their episode, The Call. It, I listened to it on my drive home today. And at a certain point, I was like, I don't know if I should be listening to this episode while driving because I am literally like it is making me cry a little bit. And I am driving down 95. Clearly, I safely made it back. It was fine. But it was phenomenal. It's an hour of your life. Listen to it. Absolutely just like phenomenal story and can't recommend that enough so this has been bethany recommends podcast hope you all enjoyed that segment (laughs) can i do michael and recommends books yes please do okay so i just finished the firekeepers no i don't think it's the sorry firekeepers daughter Hmm. um by a native american author and let me pull up the goodreads so that i can say it but oh my god it was unbelievable it was unbelievable fucking believable it was so good i was like on the edge of my seat the entire time it's like a mystery kind of like crime Mm. thriller type situation we love that but it is like heart pounding it's beautifully written it's just like it it like looks at drug use in a really um like sympathetic way as well like it it really concentrates on like how the community needs to help heal them, you know, each other from rampant drug use. And I just think that's like, oh my God, that really hits home for me. Um, It's amazing. The author's name is Angeline Bouley. 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 I don't know how to pronounce it. So if I pronounced it wrong, I'm very sorry, everybody. But also, I just started Romantic Comedy Mm. by Curtis Stifled. Not her name. <laughs> also, I I've been re- I've been avoiding it because I thought Curtis was a boy, and I was like, I don't want to read a book by a boy. <laughs> and then you're like, Curtis, oh, dang, dang, I was wrong. I was super wrong. Curtis Sittenfeld. 
Mm. Romantic comedy. I can't, I literally can't stop reading it. I just like, mm. well, I'm listening to it. So I just stare like at the walls and I'm like, <laughs> I listened to it for five hours yesterday. <laughs> um, and then also, obviously, I'm still reading the Throne of Glass series by Sarah J. Mass. That was once one thing I wanted to go on a rant about, but I'll save it. <laughs> um next chaos thursday yes something about let me just say it really quick i'm I'm sure i can squeeze it in okay so fantasy written by men versus fantasy written by women most Mm. of the time i've been reading fantasy written by men it's the most popular it's fantasy written by women is like not as popular so i started reading sarah j mass with a court of thorns and roses series that one was good Hmm. throne of glass is a billion times better and it has like more world building and more like more of the fantasy aspect rather than like the romance. Right. It's right. amazing. Um, and so Andrew like plays a lot of fantasy role-playing games. And so we like kind of talk about the, the, the similarities. And so I was talking about how there's dragons in throne of glass. Um, and he's like talking about how dragons are represented in the stuff that he watches and plays and it's like they're higher beings, they're gods, mm. they're like brutal, blah blah blah. And I'm like, he's like, what is it like in Throne of Glass? And I was like, they're pets. They're pets. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna <laughs> guess before you said it, and then I, I was like, it is exactly what I thought you would say. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's pets. It's pets. Like it's a, it's it's obviously they have more like intelligence than like a dog. Like right. in in some pl- things they can like talk to you like English language perfectly fine. But they're still like a pet or like a friend, like a little Dragon buddy. Dragon is baby. Like our dogs yes. are baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because like that's how women still... would view it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just thought it was so funny when he said that. And I was just like, oh, my God, the differences between male written and female written co- um, comedy. That too. <laughs> Fantasy um, also is, <laughs> is so funny. I was listening to a podcast, Two Dykes, One Mike, and they were talking about the female gaze. And how, like, queer awakenings for women happened in movies that, like, weren't sexy. Right. But because, like, women have a different view of what of sexy than men do, it's, like, all these movies where the woman was, like, super powerful powerful and, like, in control and, like, knew herself. Like, Charlie's Angels mm-hmm. and the original. And, not well, yeah, the like, the original original and then, like, the 2000s the, original. What, what our generation would call yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And uh, I just, yeah, I found that really interesting. And the dragons thing just like cracked me up. He's like, they're <laughs> powerful beings. And I was like, they're babies. <laughs> you must go and destroy them and or they're guarding something and whatever. Yeah. And the girlies are like, oh, look at this little fire breathing little. <laughs> <laughs> like, pretty much so all women funny. are like, is it kind of animal adjacent? It's baby. <laughs> it's baby. Exactly. Oh, it's so funny. But if anybody's reading those series, can you please message me? Because I need to talk about it. I am going to be done. DMs, please. I'm, also, if you this... live in the Charleston area, uh, like huh? I said, <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. She's great. What a great friend. Thanks. You you want to hang out with her and talk about these books, don't you? You do. Meet up you for do. a nice coffee date. Have a good time. <laughs> I like to be home before 8 p.m., if I'm being honest. <laughs> um i don't drink and otherwise i'm delightful so exactly 
hang out with me. I like how you <laughs> not drinking thing as in otherwise delightful. No, I would say that's in your pro column because drunk people are annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah. I realize that I am, uh, yeah. It's not healthy for me to uh, incorporate alcohol in my life. So I do not. But Fair. yeah. Touche. It is. But anyway, so that's that's this us. week. Wow, we really—I think that's like two weeks in a row now so far that we've gotten kind of deep. But we're just like, the power of I friendship know. is real, y'all. <laughs> I know. Look at us. <laughs> ten out of ten. Recommend. Recommend being friends with people. Yes. <laughs> Community is yes. important for survival. Okay. <laughs> yes, community is important for survival. We can't do this on our own. Can't, can't do it on our own. Ding, dang it. We just Mm-mm. can't. Um, no. yeah. So with that said, take care of yourselves. Take care of each take other. Take care of yourselves. Get Narcan tested. I mean, Narcan trained. So if you ever are around somebody who has an overdose, you can help reverse it and save their lives. You can buy it over the counter at Walgreens now. Walgreens. Thank you. The happiest place. Yes. I love it. Yes. You love Walgreens. I do love Walgreens. Favorite. I'm going to go buy me some Narcan. All right. With yes. that said, y'all. Bye. Bye.